I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treebar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Good morning, I am Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Mm. Maybe you arrived here deliberately, maybe it was an accident. Stick around, you might like it. I'm with Emily and Gareth this morning. Good morning. Hi, Frank. Well, I'm with them every morning, to be honest. Not it's... every morning. Well, not every, every radio morning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to speak to the, the, the public about my normal mornings. <laughs> they don't care about that. They think of me as living in this tiny studio. And in a way, I do. You can text us about anything you like. Anything. Mm. We won't necessarily read it out if it's, you know. No. No. But um, on 8, 12, 15... Because we like this to be a kind of a two-way street. You know what I'm talking about? And our guest this morning is Alex Horn. Oh, yeah, I went to see him in Edinburgh. Did you? I mean, I went to see a show. No, there was no funny business. No, no <laughs> funny business. I'm not, not going to that. <laughs> is that the review? <laughs> he does a thing called the Horn section, which clearly is the show he's come up yeah. with because his name's Horn. He's come up, he's, he's learned to play a brass instrument. I didn't think instrument. it was a Charlie Sheen thing. No, but I, hasn't he, I'm leaving it. He, <laughs> isn't that why the show, the show happened? Um, I, think, I love it when shows are just born from a pun. <laughs> like, wh- when they gave Dale Winton a chat show, it was only because it was called Winton Wonderland. There was no <laughs> other reason that anyone would have given Dale Winton a, a... I know the future is orange, but, but Winton Wonderland, it was so perfect. Was it in the winter? No, it was in the Winton. Oh. I don't think it was in the winter. I don't, they didn't even take it that far. Because there's a part of Bournemouth called Winton where I live, and um, oh, I'm glad we found that it out. It's not a wonderland. Oh, it's, it was all going so well. You know, when you turn down a road and you think, "Oh no, this this is is this a dead end." <laughs> oh yeah, it is a dead end. Look, I thought that was a left turn at the end, but no, that's just like a little parking bay. It but no, like, Alex Horn is very funny. Lots of funny business in his show. I'm sure it's going to be funny. He'll be a funny guest. But I'm still saying he's only come up with that show because what? his name's Horn, just like Dale Winter. If any one of if any of our um, listeners can think of any TV shows based <laughs> purely on a pun on the name of the uh, of the host, yeah. we'd love to hear from you on eight twelve fifteen. I can't think of any more off the top of my head, but oh, there's no, plenty no. around. Have we heard from any of the public yet? I'm calling them the public this morning. If you no- you notice that. Yes, we did have um, a lovely um, message from a regular um, texter, Steve. Oh, I like our regulars, Steve um, from the Village Bakery, Birchington, Kent. Morning, everyone. Please give me a mention today. It's freezing cold, and I've got no staff because they're all ill. Oh. That'll be the outbreak of the plague that happened in Birchington, Kent, recently. Oh God, I didn't know about that. Okay, mm. we've oh. had some birthday wishes as well for you, Frank. Well, that's absolutely lovely. I'm trying to lead both you guys into oh. the chicken email, but as you won't do it, oh. I'm just going to talk about it anyway. I'm God, sorry, you I can just take trying... a horse to water, but not on this show. <laughs> yes, yes, I was out Bang. within a chicken outfit. Let me explain. That was a tweet we got. You're absolutely right. We did get a tweet in oh, from someone dear. called Scotty Eight. What I need is some idiot cards. You know those things they use where, where I'll say, mention that thing and then I'll talk about the chicken outfit. Too late. I'm talking about the chicken outfit now. OK. Yes, I was, um, I was on the streets of West London this week. Mm. Um, Notting Hill. Which yeah. Some of you will have heard of the movie, I'm sure. Um, dressed as a giant roast chicken. In one hell of an outfit, can I say? Mm. I mean, 
chunky outfit, heavy. At one point, when because I, I I couldn't keep it on in between takes. Takes is what we in the TV world call that bit when you're being filmed. <laughs> hey, like you didn't know. And I um, they were helping me off with it, and it got stuck, and I couldn't breathe. I literally couldn't breathe, and I thought, oh, oh. to die like this, to die in a roast chicken outfit, <laughs> a corpse within a corpse. <laughs> you know those meals when they put like um, they they do a. a a cow, and then they put a sheep inside that, and a goat inside that, and then eventually mm. down to a wren, <laughs> to a tiny wren. It would have been like that. I'd have had to have been buried in it. So, was it made of out of actual chicken, or what was it made of? Oh no, this is some Lady chicken. Gaga thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It was. Um, I don't know what it was made of. There was an old art department. It was a difficult thing. The director said to me, "Are you going to do the walk?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "You, you know, you're going to do the walk." I said, well, it's a, it's a roast chicken. <laughs> there is no roast chicken war. He's not roasting his chickens properly. No. What's that? Are they making a run for it? <laughs> Sounds underdone. Yeah. Uh, it was, there was lots of conversations like that. It was... Um... So you were dressed as a chicken, Frank. <laughs> was everyone else dressed up as well? I should point out the context of this. Yes, I you was, should. I, yeah. was, I was making a crisp advert with Gary Lineker. But before you condemn me, it's for comic <laughs> relief. Okay. So, um, for comic relief, you can basically... I could march into a North Yorkshire house and shoot four people today. And if I said I was sponsored by comic relief, everyone would applaud my behaviour. You can do anything. So, um, that's what I did. I remember there was a terrible bit. I was walking down the road in, in this chicken outfit, and a cab driver wound down his window, looked at me and said, It's not fantasy football, is it, Frank? <laughs> In a terrible, like, oh. it's come to this. How dare he? Oh, he was right, of course. <laughs> so were the other ones dressed up then? No, Jimmy Carr and Stephen Fry and Al Murray and Gary Lineker, all present. Not They were in the most elaborate costume. Stephen Fry wore uh, an evening suit. Well, he always okay. does. Yeah, I think he arrived in that. <laughs> um, but... I was the only one in anything resembling an outfit, and mine was... I was I had enough outfit for four. <laughs> it was it was an enormous... You, you should have seen it. And, and, and towards the end of the day, they have the director on board, then they have what they call the creatives. Who are oh, yeah, they're people, like the advertising people. Young guys, very, very trendy from the advertising, and they throw out ideas. And, uh, do they keep any? <laughs> Keep. Or do they just throw them out? Well, no, they kept them. I threw them out. Right. They passed them to me. They said to me, about seven hours into the shoot, um, do you think you could play it a bit more naturalistic? <laughs> I want the chicken. A man in a roast chicken outfit. You could go all method about it and, well, I'll need an oven. Well, exactly. I'm really going to need an oven. Yeah, well, I, I, would, I would need, I'd need 20 minutes of basting. <laughs> You know, the idea, I had, to, I had to storm into Stephen Fry's cafe. He doesn't have a cafe, but he's in the context of this. As the chi- and we have, when we have, have a falling out about who's got the best crisps. Right. Oh. It's pathetic. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. The right, the right stuff we was thinking was a possibility yeah. of a programme that only happened because there was a bloke called Wright. And mm. uh, Tone in Battersea has uh, just texted in Frank the Forsyth Saga, a great Brucey show. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? 
<laughs> no, but there could have been. You see, there could have been a thing called the Forsyth. There should have been. Saga. I don't know if he's joking about the Foresight Saga. If there, there was a spin-off called that, it's I quite think possible. It must be a joke. No, I think it's a joke. Well, <laughs> if it's a joke, I'm happy I with think it. It's a joke, but it's intrigued me now because I have oh, an well, idea. I have an research. image of maybe <laughs> Bruce doing a documentary about Saga, a weekly yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. In which, uh, and then just before you know that long uh, series he did about death. I think it was the it was the prequel. Mm. That. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I am. I'm having a little look. Oh, well, I imagine Brucey was pitching it endlessly to all sorts of people, whoever would listen. That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he got a Lifetime Achievement Award this week. Never has a Lifetime Achievement Award been <laughs> left so late. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. God, it's, it's a game of chicken. He said he was retiring uh, and then he said he was only joking. A game of chicken. I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> No, he did. That was a good thing when he said, uh, what a great night to announce my retirement, mm. but I'm not going to. Oh, the rascal. Mm. <laughs> as far as I can remember, I'm not going to, he said. Anyway, so yes, I was... Meanwhile, uh, with Stephen Fry and the chicken suit. Leave that to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, um, enough now. Uh, poor Bruce. Enough? Uh, yeah, chicken gate. Yeah, chicken call it gate, that. yeah. So, in case you've just tuned in, yes, I was walking the streets in a giant roast chicken outfit this week doing a crisp advert for Comet Relief and I was working with um, as I say Jimmy Carr Al Murray and Stephen Fry Stephen Fry I mean I tell you what there was a Stephen, long pause after that I tell you what with Stephen Fry <laughs> is I found myself talking at my very cleverest when I was talking to him I went I went as high as I could go mm. I was I was pushing the ceiling of my intellect what sort of things were you breaking out well, I mean, for example, I started talking to him about... Uh, I meant... I, I quoted, not deliberately, actually, a line from a T.S. Eliot poem. Just, it's a good, mm. If you're going to start at the summer, <laughs> there's a line that, let us go then, you and I, which is a kind of a... Not McCavity, McCavity. No, no, I, I kept McCavity out of it. <laughs> and he, um, he, uh, he did the rest of the poem. Because the chicken has a cavity. That's not in our house. Oh, yeah. it uh, oh he yeah, finished exactly. the poem, did he? He finished the whole poem. Oh. And then I mentioned... One? Then somebody... It's quite long. I felt it. I never noticed how long it was. Thank God I didn't say in the beginning it was... Anyway, so... Oh, you'd still be, still be on the New Testament now. Somebody mentioned a thing about the mathematician, and he talked about ten minutes. About, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. He, there, there is nothing that he doesn't know about. And, I mean, we were doing... Do you know there's a thing in the Daily Mirror called the quiz word? Have you ever seen it? Oh, no. It's the most misplaced item in any <laughs> national newspaper because it's in the Daily Mirror. The Daily Mirror, who this very day has got a pull-out <laughs> supplement I have here called the world's worst serial killers. <laughs> Not just a pull-out supplement on serial killers, but the world's worst. The they've worst actually one. they've upped the ante on serial killing. There are some There's serial some killers. They've got very nice eyes on the front, Frank. Yeah, they they're always got funny eyes. Horrible eyes. Serial killers. But, um... But it, um... As if serial killers aren't bad enough, there's some serial killers that don't qualify for the Mirror's <laughs> pull-out supplement because they're not horrible enough. Anyway, that's what the kind of thing the Mirror normally have. But there's a thing called the quiz word in the Mirror, which is the hardest general knowledge Cross would have ever done. It ought to be in, like, the Mensa Journal or something mm. like that, but it's in the Daily Mirror. I don't know how that happens. And I've never managed to complete it. It's impossible. It's impossible to do. Because you have to know... Who opened the batting for Gloucestershire in 1972 and then the Latin name for a hawk moth? 
you have to know it all. And we we kept leaving it around because I was sharing a dressing room. I just leave it around with a pen by Stephen. I just wanted to see him go. Um, but he never, he never, he never went for it. But he knew he was so clever, so clever. He even like there was something wrong with the door on our Winnie Bago. He mended that. Wow. He went down to the coffee. So I couldn't flush the well. toilet. He came in and flushed the toilet. These are quite mundane tasks, mate. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to use a toilet. He knows how to flush a toilet. Oh, but a this, was a trick, this was a hidden grey trigger that I couldn't find for the life of me. <laughs> so not only does he have the super he knows intellectual... He to find a hidden grey trigger. Does he? Mm. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's a real... Now, I'm not saying that I believe in aliens on Earth, but if there are, if there's any truth in the alien thing, mm. I think there's a fair chance... That Stephen Fry is an alien. Wow. <laughs> he's got quite a big head. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen. You know, he's very charming and, and a lovely man. Don't get me mm. wrong, but that guy is the Exeter in this island Earth. The alien with the big head. He's very charming and friendly mm. because you know he's um, he's preparing Earth for the invasion of his people from a dying planet. So I think there's a real possibility. I'm not saying if 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 they exist. He's one. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Because there was a bit we were talking about opera, and I was I was getting out all my opera facts as best I could. I mean, I couldn't keep up with him. Mm. And at one point, he took me to one side, and he said, "How long do we have to put up with these earthlings?" <laughs> that was a clue. Uh -huh. wow. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, you know we were talking about um, famous people whose shows make puns. Mm. We've had a text in. There was a kids' cookery show, Eggs and Baker, with Cheryl Baker from Bucks Fizz. Yeah, That's Eamon from Kingsbury. Mm. Thanks for that. Good. Um, Cheryl, um, ba Cheryl Baker should have had a show called Cherry Bakewell, <laughs> in which mm. she baked. <laughs> Cheryl Bakewell. Cheryl Bakewell, yeah. Mm. And she could have just maybe had one breast out, powdered oh, white. Oh, I'm just thinking about... Oh, I'm just trying to, trying to help these people get back on telly. Give me a bit of sympathy. Cheryl's listening. She'll be on to the BBC first thing in Monday morning. Uh, I've had this show all day, Ron. I wish I was fine. All of my breasts actually flies. Uh, you're back on Making my mind up. That's, that's, that's what the phone call girl like. She's got alopecia, it's a shame. She's got alopecia? Yeah. That's all those years of Velcro miniskirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my... my um, Sudden shock. I had a circus dog. Got alopecia from a Velcro miniskirt. Anyway. Um, Julia's also texted... I'm not bringing in. Beppo up again. <laughs> <laughs> the news headlines. The news headlines? He wouldn't have got that job, right, Hod, no, if, no. He couldn't, if he hadn't offered him the pawn. No. no we've also had an email about um, celebrity shropody. Um, hi, Frank, Emily and Gareth. When you mentioned your idea for the celebrity shropody series, there was well, one this name... It's become a battle now between me and uh, Sherry Bakewell. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> but, yeah, I had an idea that b you could do a chat show in which um, mm. I did people's feet, um, yes. took hard skin off and stuff, while mm. interviewing. Not necessarily me. Could be yes. anyone. Really, you want somebody with the name Foot in the title or David Soul could oh. do it. Oh, yeah. It could Perfect. be called Sold, Sold and Healed. Healed, H-E-A-L-E-D. Mm. I mean, come on, that's a certainty. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> anyway. There was one name that came to mind immediately, and that was Sir Bill of Oddie. 
Um, I remember seeing the full glory of his de-socked foot on an episode of Who Do You Think You Are? The sight of his square, yellowing talons, nub-like toes and little hairy face made me do a bit of sick in my mouth. Mm. Who was that from? That was from Andy. Oh, well, thanks for that, Andy. I still think you could catch on, personally, but, you know, we're all different. (laughs) Um, Any any other emails? Yes, um, we've um, also had one from Paul Bristow. Um, Paul Bristow, who used to work (laughs) in an office, as portrayed by Frank Dickens, the cartoonist. Um, I don't know who that is. Okay, (laughs) carry on. (laughs) Won't be him, then. Um... He said um, he was listening to the podcast of last weekend's show and thought he would share about his what he, he and his wife ended an argument. We were having a real shouting match, which he had been which had been going on for over an hour. And when oh, my dear. wife got to the point when that's a long one, it is to show how annoyed she was. She decided to sla- slam her hands in her, the pockets of the shorts she was wearing. She thrust her hands down. Took her an hour to get to that point <laughs> where she thrust her hands into her pockets. A summer argument, though. Yeah, <laughs> or um. <laughs> Maybe they were tight shorts and she knew it was going to be difficult. Okay. Um, She thrust her hands down and her hands didn't stop at the normal pocket height. She looked down and we both realised she was actually wearing her shorts back to front and that the pockets were now at the back. Thank God. I thought he was going to say that he he realised he'd dislocated both her arms when he'd shaken her violently some 20 minutes before. Thank God. That's turned out much nicer than I expected. And he said, from that, the title of Conflict Resolution Shorts was born. So now they um, associate those shorts with conflict resolution. Does that mean that those shorts are brought out mid-argument to yeah. calm things down? <laughs> what a lot. I That's lo- quite a good idea. I like that. I love the old idea of the domestic domestic fun. I like. I've got, um, at the moment, um, some of our uh, regulars may know this, but I, I live with my girlfriend. Oh, not married. And, um, and her sister... Is, is living with us uh, 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 as well. <laughs> and so we have a lot of fun around the house, the three of us. And uh, the other day, I, I, I did uh, Adrian Charles's show on Sunday night, and a man sent me two cardboard masks of me. Oh. And they were very realistic. They were just oh. like colour photos of me. Now, that's the card. And the two, um, my girlfriend and her sister, put them on, <laughs> and sort of, uh, the three of us sort of danced around the house, all as me. <laughs> And, oh, I, uh, I hope someone was looking through the window. I, I hope so. I looked across at them now, and suddenly, and this is absolutely serious, I suddenly became very sort of unnerved and disturbed. Was, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't see them anymore. It was just two me's mm. looking at me. It and, was, uh, uh, that was a strange. But that's the kind of household fun um, <laughs> we go in for since, uh, since the sisters moved in. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of domestic japery, I I went out with uh, with Kath to this um, sort of a health place, and she told me what salad I was going. I said I'll get the salads. It's the kind of guy mm. I am. And uh, she said, okay, well, what well, this is what I want, and she very very carefully told me which because you, you pick from a salad bar. Right. She told me meticulously, and she said, no, I don't like the other ones. Make sure you get. I said, don't worry, I'll get it. So when I went there, I was with this other guy, and he got some different salads. And I said, give me your plate. Give me your plate, and I'll take that back and pretend I got all the wrong salads. So I put it down. <sighs> and then it's that moment. It's how far do you let them go, your opponents in arguments, before you tell them it's a joke? I thought, how angry shall I let her get? 
Shall we actually split up? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I wait till she's looking at flats on the internet? Yeah, you could give it six months. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, I could go out with other people. <laughs> but not that I want to, can I make that absolutely clear? Um, and uh, it worked a treat. I just let her... She, at first she was going to not say anything, then she said, well, actually, it's not the right... I said, no, that was what you said. She said, it's not what I said. It was, oh... Those are the little... That's what makes my life worthwhile, I'll be honest with you. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. That was the magnificent PJ Harvey. I noticed that um, the sort of DJs who see themselves as musos call her Polly Harvey. (laughs) Not me. I was relieved when you said the magnificent. I thought it was the magnificent men in their flying machine, which I know is one of your favourites, well, Frank. Don't be ridiculous. Why would I say the magnificent men in their flying machines? We've been talking about um, TV shows. Actually, based that on film was made in <laughs> 1962, and it was based on a real story. Better than von Richter. That's what it was like when I was working with Stephen. You couldn't say a thing. I could not say a thing. Can I be honest? That would really irritate me. I know you like him. Well, the word irritate comes from the Latin <laughs> irritatum. Well, but that's, yeah, it's very impressive. Um, if you're from Earth, if you're an alien, it's everyday stuff. That's all I'm saying. He's very verbose. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we've, had, um, we've been talking about TV shows based on puns. And um, this is also... A TV show titles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, hello, Frank and the team, or as I call you, my comedy heroes, which is nice. Oh. Um, I, ex- I experienced what I think is a rare communal, <laughs> a communal eureka moment last week. I was in a sociology lesson and we managed to get the teacher to procrastinate about modern children's TV. I wonder what the... How did they get? Yeah. I lo- From Family and Kinship <laughs> in East London by Kinsey to that... <laughs> in a sociology lesson. Crafty. Um, to our amazement, he pointed out a pun in one of our favourite Sean... in one of our favourites, Sean the Sheep, which is about a sheep, and Sean being the sheep's name and how you remove its wool. <laughs> I admit this pun isn't brilliant, but seeing 30 people all getting it at once was something quite magical. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I can... Um, do you think it's true that that's a pun? Sean the Sheep, yes. I think, I think that's why... What about Sean Locke? Well, that is that a barbering? Is well, lock his hair. Yeah, is that is it a stage name? I've no it idea. Might be a stage well, it could have just that would be, a could a very, be quite a rubbish stage name. Could have been his parents. Time. Sean Lock. <laughs> if I had a, if I had the kind of you name, think he knows. Look, I think all my children should they ever come, <laughs> I'm going to call things like mule, <laughs> chicken, <laughs> you know stuff. Like, they're all going to be puns. Dinner. Yeah, I won't be calling them that. I find if I ever, if I never see another chicken, it'll be too soon. <laughs> of course, the chicken was introduced to this country. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> what else? Oh, so this week I've had a bit of a showbiz week, guys. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, well, of course you went to the comedy awards. I wasn't I did. invited. Your girlfriend was there as well. I, ran I know she was invited. We were all there, all there. I watched it on telly. Me too. Oh, mm. congratulations! Well done. Um. We, uh, well, I, you know what I went for, Frank? I went for, because I had some dress choices. I brought them in, didn't I? You saw them. I, I, I love the green. Well, I went for the green. It was the best. Mm. It was a sort of, it was Dolce & Gabbana. It was kind of a lace confection. It was a little bit Wild West saloon in its yeah, own but I, way. I, I, like, I like that. I think my, my basic fashion thing is Wild West brothel. 
yeah. at home as well, like a tassel curtain and a spittoon. Mm. <laughs> that was very much the look I was going for. Yeah, but you carried it, it off well. It went down well. Although my friend Ian, who won an award for... He writes The Inbetweeners, mm. he saw me and he liked the dress so much and as he saw me he said, oh, I was just checking you out when I saw that dress and then I realised it was only you. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, God. But anyway... I saw um, only you. <laughs> if you'd have sang that, then that would have been that. You would have turned that round, but that's yeah? no, too late now. No. It's no good, no good tweeting you that. Um, so I made it to the celebrity entrance. Do mm. you know I was worried about that? Well, yeah, it's a big step. Yeah, um, and no alarms went off. No alarms went off. I was with two other famous people, okay. though, so that's oh, why I made it. Oh, I see. It. You yeah. and Shield. You, yeah. do, <laughs> you, do need, you do need two, though. Not the family Shield. Who were you with? Which celebrity? I was with um, my friend Jane. Who, who you know, yeah. Jane Goldman. From the Tarzan films? Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no, the one who He's wrote... He's a famous uh, screenwriter. Can we even yeah. say kick, kick, kick Bottom, we'll call yeah, it? Yeah, Kick she Bottom. She wrote Kick Bottom. Kick Bottom. Famous for Kick Bottom. And my friend Morwenna Banks, who's a comedian, who you know, Frank. Peppa Pig, isn't she? Yeah. That's one of her roles. You wow. were with Peppa Pig and Kick Bottom? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a troupe of jesters from King Lear. <laughs> Okay, so you were and in. And then Sarah Millican sidled up okay. at the celebrity entrance and she said, oh, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Because she didn't want to be photographed. <laughs> That's my Georgie accent. Stick with the comedy, I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so well. She didn't know what to do. Yeah, well, it's horrible. You know what it's like because the paparazzi are all taking photographs but mm, then horrible, horrible. I just people at home thinking that must be horrible no, anyway they're not... I better get to work in the factory for 12 Frank, hours Frank <laughs> they're not taking them of me are they so that's what's horrible so I just thought well you have to do a runner because otherwise they start shouting at you they go get out of the way get oh, out of the terrible. way me and Dave was being photographed once we were all full of ourselves and suddenly Cher arrived <laughs> and the cameras that moment when the cameras all moved and then not only were they not didn't want us but they did, we were on we were on the edge of frame you just move you just <laughs> yeah, and it was share this and share that she doesn't like to share that's the problem no exactly yeah <laughs> I mean where is she now nowhere <laughs> dress your age that's what I always say oh, God. you're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio the softest mintiest show in town sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints Should I stay or should I go? Which was actually the text I got from Richard Keyes. This week. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's still I won't say what my uh, response was. That was the clash. Certainly it was. <laughs> Did you clash it? <laughs> Sorry, carry on. We've had um, a text from um, 437. Um, Frank, can I suggest a lame TV commission? Henman's Hills. Tim Henman looks at his favourite hills. Oh. Oh, based on Henman Hill, yeah. the, the Wimbledon. That's like Murray Mound. Oh, is, uh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I watched Andy Murray, actually, on my birthday. Oh. It was my birthday yesterday. Oh. And yes, I, watched, I know, I got uh, the day wrong. And uh, I watched Andy Murray. I, I don't normally watch tennis, and suddenly I felt this passion for watching the game, as if, I, as if it comes at a certain age. Oh. And um, I've never seen anybody shout, come on as many times since I used to see horrible men get into fights in Birmingham <laughs> nightclubs he just kept going come on and then they cut oh, to, to himself his, you mean yeah then they cut to his mum in the crowd and she was shouting uh, come on as well yeah. she's such a hanger on he hates his mum that's my theory <laughs> but he thinks how embarrassing oh god she's turned up I again. prefer his family though to the Henmans I found the Henmans a bit alien Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, alien, you say? <laughs> <laughs> you think another one? It's a, it's a genuine fact. What about if he did a, a program about hens? He could just be called the Henman. Henman. 
Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Frank, can I take this opportunity to apologise that I got your birthday wrong this week? Shot your face. No, Frank, <laughs> I was misinformed. I was given a bum steer by David Bedil, who said to me, no, you've got that very wrong, when I told him what day I thought your birthday was, and also Wikipedia. Wikipedia got my birthday wrong. Yeah. And I've defended Wikipedia for being correct. Because yeah. people always, you know, take the mickey out of mm. wiki. They take the wiki out of it in some... In some <laughs> I took the wiki out of it in the, their list of great Pakistani stars. <laughs> I took all the wikis out. Do you know it was Derek Akora's birthday the day before you? Was it really? Mm. I like wow. to think that we... It's interesting because um, I... Um, who do I share a birthday with? Nicholas Sarkozy, <laughs> Akabilk <laughs> and uh, Lee Latchford-Evans. Do you remember oh, Lee Latchford-Evans? Oh, do I, I ever? From, you, don't, you don't know him? From no. Steps? Oh, Lee, <laughs> Lee from Steps. Mm. Lee from Steps. Okay. You might call him Lee from Steps. I call him Lee Latchford Evans. <laughs> you share a birthday with someone, you're a little bit more um, respectful. Do you know what I'm saying? He's not even from Steps anymore. Um, anyway, we've got Alex Horn um, after the news. And uh, what I should have done is had a jingle that goes, shouldn't I? Yeah. But, you know, the thing is with this show, if you don't do it yourself, it's not done. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. That was uh, Brimful of Asher, which reminds me, I had my birthday um, cake mm. in a hat. Ah. <laughs> Brimful of Asher. <laughs> you with me, Gareth? I'm, I'm nearly there, I think. Famous Jane, former yeah. Jane Asher made cakes. Brim, brimful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. On there. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and uh, oh. that was uh, Corner Shop. Mm. <laughs> let me let me hear you say yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So it was it was my birthday yesterday. Yeah. Should I say how old I was? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I t I t you can tell how old I am is that um, someone phoned me up, someone who I work with, um, and, she, and she said, uh, oh, um, happy birthday. I said, yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> um, I think I got mixed up with Christmas. <laughs> they say it to you and then you say it back. And I thought, oh, does, have I gone old that quick oh. that I've just started saying... Just repeating what people say to me. I mean, for goodness sake. It was a little bit... Um, it was so a bit worrying. how were the man about the house celebrations? Did the they lay on something special for you? Well, uh, when, I, when I got up um, yesterday morning... Yeah. There was a, a big banner that said, Happy Birthday, a cake with um, candles and um, balloons... Cards, flowers, it was very, See, very See, can I just exciting. say, Frank, I think you get more of an effort with two ladies in the house. Do you think that's yeah, true? Yeah, because men aren't as thoughtful about little touches like that, no, are right. they? That is so on... I'll tell you what my girlfriend <laughs> said... Do me a favour, love. My girlfriend said to me yesterday, she said, whatever, whatever you want to do today, whatever film you want to go and see, whatever you want to eat, well, you know, your, it's your day. So, um... I said, you know, I think, um, I think Yo Sushi, okay, we're in Yo Sushi, she's paying. Wow. And brilliant. then uh, we passed this bookshop, she says, if do you want to go and choose a couple of books, I'll get off. I went in, you know, like a, like a competition winner, picked a couple <laughs> of books. And <laughs> uh, we went, I said, anything you want to watch on the telly? I said, well, I wouldn't mind watching the John Wayne version of uh, True Grit, you know, the two-hour western, which is probably my favourite film. Fine, she said. 
She was and okay we, with True Grit. Yeah, and we sat and watched that. And I'm starting to think, you know, maybe, you know, these horrible blokes who absolutely rule the roost at home, I can see where they're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> because my my joy was completely unimpaired by compromise. <laughs> and I'm wondering if that might not be the way forward in our relationship. Mm. What do you think? <laughs> it's a way to go. It is a way to go. So um, it was... Um, that was brilliant. And then you had lunch with us and you got... Well, you didn't get a cake from us, did you? But you got a little glass with some ice cream scoops in it and yes. one candle. Yeah, that was that was good. And um, and also, I should say that I got a big box of sweets from Absolute Radio. I mean, all did sorts you? of posh sweets. I think they might be feeders. <laughs> I think their way of keeping me here... Yeah. is to um, fatten me up. I yeah. noticed there was... Uh, you up, I you thought, the telly. I thought at first here. there was, like, you know, icing sugar sca- uh, scattered across it. It was protein supplement. <laughs> so I think they're trying to, be, you know, get me bigger and bigger. So I basically can't get out that door and I'm stuck in this shit. But it was very... What lovely. was your star present? Because you do be going somewhere... I don't like to... Don't um, you? I mean, you guys, I should say, the people on the... Gareth and Emily and uh, Emma and Daisy work on the show, all put together and uh, got me a John Wayne cuckoo clock. <laughs> With an emerging dollar. Yeah, a dollar is his horse, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Not, not, don't, don't not some lap dancing not thing. Also a money no. box. <laughs> no, he, a hand comes out and, and puts a dollar into the top of my um, Jeez, Calvin man. Classics. <laughs> Tucks it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tuck this in for us. Get up, get lost. Get lost! Um, yeah. Do you so. know what Robson Green got for his birthday? I bet you didn't get anything as good as this. He had his a birthday wig? recently. No. Okay. His wife sent him on a pyrotechnics course. <laughs> what? Where he learnt to set off Category 4 fireworks. Wow. That's Did what he do? got for his birthday. Category 4. Category 4. Wait, I'll just look in my um, firework yeah. catalogue. That Category was what he'd four. always wanted, and he got it for ah. his 40th. You just know that's going to lead to his early death, don't you? I mean, it's going to happen. Well, that's what she was hoping. Yeah, but you know what I mean? He's going to get... Say the turnips on his trousers will get caught in the stick <laughs> of a skyrocket, and he'll be taken up and dropped from about 45 feet, land somewhere near Hexham, I imagine, in County Durham, <laughs> is where I imagine. Dashed on the rocks. Awful. <laughs> what about this for a... What did I get from my manager, you're probably wondering? Oh. Big hamper. He's very well, hamper. Well, I got a tiny envelope, and I thought, is this, is this it? <laughs> There's a card, and I thought, is that, is that it from my manager? And a little tiny photocopy. Opened it out, oh. and um, it's a mountain bike. Really? Yeah, because I know I can't ride a bike, mm-hmm. so not only is it a gift, it's also a challenge. Wow. Has, so, he, has he provided lessons? Yeah, I don't think he's gone that far. Oh, but that's stingy. Uh, there was um, a side box with stabilisers. <laughs> I don't think people would laugh, would they? Um, no. I think no. another couple of years I might just put them on the sides of my shoes. <laughs> we only have this extra. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Alex Horn has joined me in the studio, and not only Alex Horn, but Joe the musician. Give us a quick blast, Joe. There you go. Not bad, People racing out all over England to buy an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, great to see you. Morning, Frank. Thank you. It's lovely to see you. And you're a man of multiple projects. I always think of you as a man who's looking for different and exciting ideas. Is that true? Why not? Yeah, multiple projects. Yeah, although at the moment I've only got so this this sort of music. This Joe is kind of my project at the moment. I'm just tagging, well trying to introduce him to the media. 
oh, okay. get out there. Is this, this thing about using music to get people out of themselves and to just generally socialise more? A little bit. But my theory is also just that everything is better with music underneath it. That's why people walk around with headphones in and you have it in films. So I'm trying to now live my life with music underneath it. Well, you've so obviously never had intercourse to Scott Joplin's <laughs> The Entertainer. Not yet, Frank. <laughs> no, well, it's not easy, let me tell you that. <laughs> so um, I should start then, but can I ask a question? You have a show called The Horn Section. Yeah. And that starts at the Lyric Theatre in, right. in Shaftesbury Avenue. It's Shaftesbury Avenue, the Lyric. Yeah, it's, it's in the, the avenue rather than the lane. Yes. Yeah. And um, I just say it because there's one in um, Hammersmith, isn't it? But it's not that one, it's, it's the posh one. Yeah, it's a sort of nicer one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and that starts this Monday. Yeah, half past seven. And it's called Monday. the Horn Section. Now, before you came on, Alex, we were talking about whether this whole idea came around just because it's a good pun. Uh, it is a cracking pun. It is. No doubt about it's it. Brilliant. And it's great for me because no other comic can sort of go in on my turf now. That's uh, true. I don't think. Is there another comic with a... There's Jeff Trumpet. Have you ever seen him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he's still small time. Yeah. No, no, uh, th- actually, the idea came first, but as soon as we had the name, we thought, that's it, we have to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's all... So what is the idea, then? What, well, if the someone goes is... to the Lyric on, um, on Monday night, yeah. what, what will they see? Well, it's quite similar to Thriller, really. Um, in many ways. <laughs> I should say that Thriller Live is the show that's normally on at the yeah. Lyric, which is a tribute we're, to uh, Michael Jackson. We're hoping to get some of their audience who just don't know it's not on on a Monday. <laughs> Are you going to s- sneak in some Jacko tunes? There's a little, there's a medley. Oh, is that? that's a secret. Yeah, there's okay. a Jackson medley at the end. But um, no, it's music and comedy. So I've got five musicians who are all, uh, they're brilliant. Are they? Are they good? Excellent. The drummer, I asked them the other day in the car who's the best, and the drummer is apparently the best at his instrument. The best at his but instrument. But the worst yeah. musician. That was the, the gossip. Doesn't, anyway. Doesn't really make any sense, does it? <laughs> no, I didn't understand it, but I sort of play a lot. I like just talking to musicians. It makes you feel quite yeah. cool. Yeah. Is, do you sing in the show? Yeah, I sing. So I start. we start with a song. Have you gone a bit Lenny Henry, Alex? That's what I'm asking. You know Lenny Henry's on tour now, and after yeah. show is basically him singing. I think Lenny Henry's gone a bit horn. It's the other way, I think. He saw us He's gone a bit horn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People are saying it. Yeah. Henry's gone a bit horn. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you suggest him that he's running the uh, ivory poaching trade? I, I, yes. Yeah, oh, well, that's yeah, quite yeah. an allegation, <laughs> let me tell you that. I think I'm still. He's done worse. So, what we have, Frank, we have. Uh, there's a couple Chef, of songs. But for ma- example. <laughs> 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 Mainly, Frank, um, we have top, really good comics who come along and just muck about with the band. So, you do your set, but you have a band like Tim Vines on the first night, so he'll do his one liners, but with jazz underneath. Sort of, oh, I see. Sort of so, it's, it's, it's musical accompaniment to comedy. Yeah, it's, it's quite integral to it. So, they're not comedy songs, they're just. Uh, they're, they're, it's quite a sort of jazz performance. So, uh, so it's and one of these guests in the Edinburgh version of this show was our own Gareth Richards, was he Yeah, not? Richards did it. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. very good. Did his little omnicord. Yeah. yeah. You had a nice time, didn't you, Gareth? Yeah, it was lots of fun. Can you, sound, can you sound keen now? Yeah. Yeah. It was the best thing I've ever done. It was, wasn't it? You yeah. said that at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's damning with faint praise. So he, he played his songs and they sort of played along and made them more, more sort of... Yeah. So it's quite loose, is it, Alex? It's quite yeah, it's quite loose. Our producer's trying to tighten it up, but I'm Oh, quite no, keen. don't do that. Audiences love... They love loose. Yeah, that's why, yes, I think so. I mean, it really is quite loose. They don't like too loose. No, it's... Yeah, it's loose, but no, there's, there's a structure, and then like we have an idea. Like Mark Watson will come along; he's doing the first night, and he's going to do some. Say, if he tells a sad story, Joe might play some sad music underneath. We got sort of, sort of, sort of, just to give it more pathos and more 
Emotional. It's sad, but you feel it has to be set somewhere in Kentucky as well. <laughs> Most of Watson's stuff is nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Away from I, I, I didn't realise yeah, that. Yeah. It's a lot of moonshine material. And then he's going to end up playing the drums, because he's always wanted to play the drums on stage, okay. so he'll end up playing the drums. So we have a rough idea of where it'll go, but it might not go that way. OK, so if I introduce uh, the, the, yeah. next, the next track, Joe, which is um, Rolling in the Deep by Adele... Oh, yeah. Do you think you can give me some uh, accompaniment to that? To your introduction? To the introduction? Yeah, do you think that's possible. You start and I'll Probably join in. Shot. I want you to think sort of a professional radio presenter type banjo <laughs> playing. I, 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 I know just what you mean. Do it. Well, now, we like to play you folks good old music down here on Frank Skin Rips Radio Show. We got that pretty Miss Adele now. She's going to be rolling. She's not going to be rolling in the shadow. She's going to be rolling way in the deep. We'll be back. Take your shoes off. Sit down a spell. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Radio. So Alex Horn is with us, um, with his entire band, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about his new show, The Horn Section, which um, I'm going to see on Monday night. Are you? And I'm going to see not for professional reasons, because right. obviously I've, I will have already interviewed you by then, yeah. but just because when I was in Edinburgh, I, so many people told me it was brilliant. So, I saw um, it in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. I saw Jimmy Carr the night I was there. I saw you? Jimmy Carr. <laughs> I saw Jimmy Carr. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Yeah. He, yeah, he dropped in a few times and did yeah. it. How did you um, find He was Jimmy very Carr? good. I yeah. liked is, he, is he musical? Jimmy well, no, he Carr. was telling jokes, and then it was over a kind of... He got the order to a, suggest types yeah. of um, genres of music for him to tell a joke under, so we had sort of Bangra, yeah. which was quite unsuccessful, I think. We had, what did we have? Reggae. He's, he tells jokes well over reggae. He though. does. That's <laughs> what I've always said about Jimmy Carr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's an interesting culture clash. So, are you, yeah. do you play an instrument, Alex? I've got grade three French horn. Again, I thought it was hilarious when I was 12 that Alex Horn played the horn. So, I do, uh, I, I whip it out. Whip <laughs> Has your life been dominated by the pursuit <laughs> of puns? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's quite and a Didn't you run a rhino horn. farm once in Suffolk? I named my son, my first son, his middle name is Trader, because there's, there's an ivory. Um, yeah. Trader called Trader horn, Horn. Trader Horn. Um, so, his life is now yoked to the horn as well. <laughs> Ah, of yes, course, there was the r- round the horn was a radio show. Yeah, I got an email saying, "Are you him?" <laughs> no, I think he's long. He's not just dead. No, he's, he's, he's dust. I think he's yeah decomposed. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I did see a thing about what um, stage of decomposition he was in. But I can't remember <laughs> now. And even that was probably three months ago. <laughs> so so uh, yeah. So I, it, well, it just sounds. It sounds like you just have a wonderful time, Alex. I'm glad you say that because I really do. It's the best thing I've ever done in terms of fun. It's just it's it's, it's brilliant because you can just say to the, the person next because we've got five instruments and you just say give us some uh, give us give us some medieval music and yeah we could do some medieval music for me. It's not bad, is it? It's not. I mean, it's not that medieval. I mean, it's a bit so get out of a banjo. Yeah. Yeah. I should say he, he has switched to the trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> in case anyone at home thinks this is my, my oh, radio, I love that. Right. Yeah. That, that is just makes great. Some medieval music, uh, medieval sort of gags. I've got fly really. Otherwise, they're a bit. Yeah. Doing stand up without them is quite tough now. You know, I, I didn't want to say this, but I've seen your medieval set before, and I'm always <laughs> like it needed. It needed a, a bit of. I mean, I like that. The, you know, that we got a hog's head each in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it did need uh, music. Yeah. So we've been doubling hoax. It's only two minutes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, 
and and there's loads of, and you get like surprise guests turn up and do bits. yeah so we had people like Tim Minchin come along very drunk wouldn't he and mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, he, was he booked or did he just uh, I think he was sort he of, thought he was on that he was night. cajoled to come along <laughs> and uh, no but he yeah he tr- he test road tested a song about cheese cheese yeah cheese yeah. improvised a song about cheese which is now in his big orchestral set and uh, yeah he uh, yeah. Played the piano? He played the piano, that's what he did, yeah. It was quite funny, though, because the musicians are all looking at the fingers and everyone else is listening to what he's saying. But, yeah, musicians have a different angle on it. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, have you, ever, have you ever driven your car with music on and then put the music off and driven for a bit in silence? It feels the most silent that yeah. silence ever was. <laughs> and I'm wondering that when you go back to stand-up, normal stand-up after this, is if, it, if it's going to feel a bit... On music. I, I actually do take round a couple of musicians now. Well, I did it with a drummer and the saxophonist last time, just standing on either side of me. And it's great. So also, you're hooked now? Yeah. I can't do it without it. I think it's a new form of art. I think it's taking it to another level. Now, it's if, the best thing if you just put ever. Your, if you just put uh, your fingers in your ears, Joe, wouldn't, wouldn't it be a good idea if you just learnt an instrument a bit better and the then you could just you do your mouth, yourself? That's the trouble. And also, I, d- I don't really like yeah, comics. Just sort forget of... the French horn, learn <laughs> guitar or something like that. <laughs> Did you say you don't like comics who use musical no, instruments? No, I didn't say that. Oh. I didn't say that. Gareth. I didn't say that. No, Gareth what has I mean, an omnichord. I mean, yeah, no, what I mean... No, I like having my... I like sort of being the conductor in it and ordering them around. We have, I'm quite, I've got quite a lofty position. I slag them off quite a bit. And, oh, do you? Yeah, I'm quite mean oh, okay. to them. It's quite a dominant... A bit business. of a Thomas Beecham Thank character. You, Joe. Yeah, I'm quite, I've got a fact from Joe about you. Can I do my fact now? Oh, do, yeah, do your fact. Do you want to stick your mute in? Just because it's a bit... Mm, a bit, bit of a racket. Frank it? fact. It's oh. a Frank fact, yeah. yeah. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Joe's got the same ukul- uh, banjo teacher as you, Frank. Same banjo teacher. Oh. oh, yeah. yeah Frank yeah. Frank. I, I must admit, I, I, I left him for the ukulele world. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah the I ukulele is my other woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you've stuck with the banjo, and, uh, yeah, I'm... Do you, do you play ukulele? No, not at all. Maybe we should talk about this off-air, otherwise... <laughs> <everyone can tell. laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with, um, I'm with Alex Horn and his uh, musical uh, band... And um, I'm going to keep. Only one man. (laughs) I just thought of another pon thing. I had an idea to do a documentary about tribute bands, and I wanted to call it Proxy Music. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. Yes, wasn't commissioned. That works. (laughs) I'd like to mention one of my non-commissioned ideas on the show every week. It's going to keep me going for for, for quite a while. So. Alex, I, yes, can I just just to move away from the music? Okay. Um, you're you're writing a, a science fiction novel, is that true? Yeah, I yeah, only ask true. that yeah. because I've I don't uh, think I told anyone that. I'm in the midst of a science fiction obsession. I I, right. I, 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 I veer from obsession to obsession. Yeah, me too. At the moment, I'm I'm reading um, I'm reading New Romancer by uh, William Gibson, right. and I've recently watched Forbidden Planet, The Day the Earth Stood Still, and This Island Earth. I mean, I mean I'm on a complete sci-fi friends. Yeah, you've got a good life, Frank. Thank you very yeah, much. It's going well for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not expensive. Yeah, these, yeah. these things. So, um, is is that imminent? Um, well, see, mine's a science fiction thing, but looking at the part, I'm looking at the '60s and the space race, and oh, making okay. up some stuff around that, whether or not it's real or not. So, I, I'm not looking in the future. I'm you're looking in the past. Yeah, I'm looking in the past. Science fiction in the in past. My, in my book, right? Mm. There's a planet up there which is a perfect mirror, 
And if you look it up, up at that with the Hubble telescope, you can see the past, because that's sort of 20 light years in the past. Oh, I see. And so this way I can explore what happened in the 60s before CCTV and stuff. And I'll Brilliant. Yeah, it's going to be a good book. So yeah. you can find out who killed Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, whether the goal went in, 66. Yeah. Who shot um, Kennedy. Who, sh- who shot, yeah. yeah. Whether they went to the moon or not. They did. They did go to the moon. <laughs> yeah, in my book. <laughs> okay. Oh, in your book they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. say, because wasn't it a desert in Arizona with um, somebody no, in no, the background dressed as a In my book they did go, June? but they didn't turn on the camera, so then they then had to sort of reshoot it. And oh, that okay. caused a lot of confusion. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, yeah. I, look, I think it's because you've got a beard. I just assume it'll be a good novel. Oh, it'll be an excellent novel because of the beard, yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. I'm also I imagine it'll be in Russian. <laughs> but, I mean, that could Mostly be. Russian, yeah. Do you speak Russian? Because you speak a lot of languages. Uh, Tim Key speaks Russian, and you won't see a thing he's in in which he doesn't display that talent. Is he, that right? Yeah. If you see him in the horn section on Monday, he'll sing a song in Russian. I promise. Mm. Yeah. He's so desperate to try. Yeah, but I have to say, if I could speak Russian, it's like there's been periods of like three or four months in my life when I've had quite a flat stomach. Can I keep my shirt down? No. (laughs) (laughs) And I think you've got it. If you've got it, you've got to, you know, get it out. Trouble is, I sort of know Latin. I did my degree in Latin, and everyone says, go and speak some Latin. And I can't do that. All I can do is translate it. So that's a useless talent, unless you sort of give me a poem. Oh, that's a pity. So there's no no, um, verbal. No, well, no I, met Vokes. The I met the Pope four no years ago. No Viva. You met the Pope, Frank. I met the Pope, and I said to him, um, I said, Salve Papa, which means hello, Pope. And they just looked at me. I got, I got, oh, it's a long story. But I shook his hand. Okay. And looking back, I should have sort of... Papa seems comical. wrong. It's a bit Smurf-like. Yeah, but it just means Dad. That's what Pope oh. means. Just Dad, hello, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that worried him. I bet his mind was racing. <laughs> oh, not another one. That's four I've had to have killed already. You've just turned up out of nowhere. Well, look, it's it's always great to see you, Alex. And uh, and, and and like I say, I love the fact that your your mind is always blossoming in different mm. directions. Um, oh. I, I look forward to the sci-fi novel. When when could that happen? Well, I've written twenty thousand words, all different. That's the other tactic. Every word twice, is yeah. Wow, that's, you've made it hard for yourself. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, it really trails off after the first chapter. But, and um, you can only use all the punctuation once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be done in sort of 2015, I think. But, oh, um, wow. Yeah, but I'll see you on Monday. Yes, nice. well, I, I shall... I shall uh, I'm, yeah. I'm coming along, and like I say, I've heard great things Can about I mention it. the website, Frank? Because I've got all the details do. of other well, line-ups. Do, do you want to do your, your complete plug, maybe with a little um, musical accompaniment? Yeah, all right. So something sort of upbeat, or... Yeah, not too sort of depressing. He's a bit bossy, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of his jumper, Gen- no, genuinely? Pl- there's no please, is there anything? The jumper? Yeah. I like the jumper. It looks like... Um, it's very mossy. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's very mossy. It is mossy. It is mossy. Ronnie Wood cool. wouldn't like it. He, <laughs> he works on this station. And he, uh, No. Carry on. Get right off you go, Joe. So, the horn section is coming to the London's West End from Monday the 31st of January and then every two weeks until April the 11th. So that's January the 31st, February the 14th, the Valentine's special, February the 28th, March the 14th, March the 28th, April 11th. The website is www.thehornsection.com that's with an E after horn we've got acts including Doc Brown Stomp Stomp are doing it brilliant I don't know if that'd be good oh hello well that was that was absolutely fabulous I think just two more notes 
Well, that was more than two. They always want a bit more, don't they? (laughs) Well, I I used to do the Lyric uh, Theatre every Monday. Yeah. The thing called the Credit Crunch Cabaret. Yes. And I presume you're in the same dressing room as me, the star dressing room. I hope so. And all I can say, Alex, is don't wash your face in that sink. (laughs) (laughs) This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Did you see... Not with Ludwig Kennedy. But did you see um, that magazine cover with Elton John, David Furnish and their new baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, you were lucky because um, <laughs> in one place in America they put the child shield on it. Family mm. shield? Yeah, which I'd, I've never heard of. Um, what of, is a family shield? Do you, are you familiar with the family it's shield, Gareth? like a coat of arms. What is it? No, they didn't do that. They, no. It's like a cover that they put on the front of rude books. Oh, right. You know, with the ladies. Mm. The scantily clad ladies on. Mm. I'd stop kiddies seeing them. Yeah, and they put it at kiddies. Mm. Mm. And uh, they put it <laughs> over um, uh, Elton and his partner David Furnish and oh. the baby. What's the baby called? Well, they put it directly at Ace. The baby name, is, is called. Isn't he Zach? Yeah. Zach. Yes, I think is, it's um, Zach. Zach John. Mm. Zachary, <laughs> Zachary Jackson Levin Jack, Furnish Zach John. John. Do you know Elton said the baby. Zachary John. Elton okay. said the baby shot Furnish out. John. Wow. Huh? He said it. Sh- he said it was. Sh- it shot out. He said. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, I thought that was a rocket was a man sor- reference. Let me get this right. It was a, a surrogate birth, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's <laughs> very confusing. I um, I thought it was a nice picture. I mean, Elton did look like a sort of an ageing rog rat kid. You know that. <laughs> yes. You know that kid in the rog rats with the ginger hair and the Chucky. Guy? Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Him, yeah. He looked. Rat. He looked a bit. Uh, like, but not in a bad way. No. I tell you what. I thought. If I mean, I'm. I'm not saying this is cruel to children at all, but I thought, how come the child has to appear on the front cover with a bald head? Yeah, exactly. But uh, why not a small <laughs> toupee yeah. for the child? What, I mean, why should he be humiliated? And, and Elton, he's sitting there, you know, oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, it's him. He's the oh, oh, baldy. I mean, you know, is that fair? Is that any way to check And, and a big in- pair of glasses for it as well, I say. <laughs> Massive pair of glasses. Pine and piano. Yeah, we'd like... You could have, like, big safety pins, you know, representing the baby nappy thing. Or they could be, like, dummies, big dummy glasses. They put them in dungarees as well, which I always think's a bit... It's a bit prison break. I don't like that. <laughs> put them in dungarees. It's good for hanging them up. Sensibly, yeah. You know what I mean? If you That's can just true. put them on a coat on... Hang He's got a very big gap in his teeth, Frank, Elton. Yes, yeah. No, but it's getting A sign hard. of wantonness, according to um, the mm. Canterbury Tale. Oh, yes, sure. Wife, so wife, so wife of the wife, the wife of Bath, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, nothing you'll find. Get out! <laughs> yeah, see, I've been, I've been thinking out of Stephen's cop, I think. Why is the gap getting bigger? Um, I'm sure it is. I don't know. That's Maybe probably something's going to come out. It's that mother of pearl <laughs> cigarette holder. <laughs> they started wedging it in there. <laughs> Still, it's good that David Furnish, producer, has finally produced something. It, it had to happen eventually. I've been looking for him on credits for about 15 years where it says producer never does his name appear. I don't know what he does in the day. No. That's well, what I want to know. Not a very nice thing to do to cover them up, though, is it? I know, that's... I mean, that's... Out of order. Unpleasant. I... Unless they're just... It's a family shield because they don't want single people to see families. Maybe. So they I just must don't admit, want to see happy if, families. When I've been single and I've seen families out together, it is quite boring. Mm. <laughs> um, they should have to have a family shield. Yeah. Just around yeah. you. Yeah. I, I saw... This is just a theory. that mm. The family shield might be the baby's idea. <laughs> oh, what, embarrassed of the parents? Oh, Mind no, not does. embarrassed of uh. the parents. You know when you win the lottery and you can tick that thing that says no publicity? 
I think the baby's thinking, I'm in for a lot of money here. Do I want my face all over the place? No, no, I'm, I'm going to keep it down. They've, they've got an eye for the, they've got an eye for the quick cash. These, but don't kid yourself. No. Yeah, I mean, I heard that Gary Coleman just before he died oh, tried God. to get adopted by Madonna. Oh God! Yeah, he left himself in a basket, crying on her steps, hoping that she'd think he was uh, he'd been dropped over from the Africas. But um, she, I mean, she recognised him instantly. What are you talking about, Ciccioni, he said to her when she accused him, but it was too late then, let me tell you that. Anyway, I think we, uh, I think we, it sounds like we've reached the end of the road. <laughs> so uh, next week our guest is Ed Byrne. Oh, well, last time. He didn't time, turn up last time. Well, he was in a ditch, if you remember. <laughs> was he? Well, he said he'd driven into a, into a ditch, so um, he's out. Mm. He's out of there. How dare you? Yeah, and... Um, uh, you can listen to Not the, Week, uh, Not the Weekend podcast on Wednesday, which is a completely different uh, show from this. Uh, next is uh, Ben Jones. It's been... Um, it started strangely today, I thought. Mm. And mm. then um, and then it wasn't very good for about, say, an hour and 20 minutes. OK. Then there was one good bit that lasted about four minutes. Then mm. it dipped again. And then I, I liked the... And then Alex came on. That was interesting. And then there was mm. the Elton. That's my summary. Okay. okay. The show. Got a nice little review there. Thanks for that. Yeah, people are out of other opinions because one man's meat is another man's uh, poison and stuff like that. Um, Four-minute podcast this week, or will we just put it all in as normal? Oh no, no, I think we'll 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 go for that. I just think throw it all in. Some of it will stick. That's that's my attitude. So um, yes, yeah, so we're off now. Ben's banging on the window with miming "Get Out." What am I to to read into that? Um, Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and um, I love you all. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, working towards a mintier world with Tree Bar Soft Mints.